fell away. I was taught by the Spirit of God within me. His message of love, grace, and peace is mine also to you. Today I want to share with you the principle and characteristics of grace. The principle and the characteristics of grace. But first let's open in a word of prayer. Father, we thank you for your Holy Spirit that's within us. Father, we thank you that he is the one that you've sent to educate us. And I thank you, Lord God, that he has. And Father, I pray even now that by the power of your Spirit, as I share what you've given me to, to share, Lord God, that by the power of your Spirit, you will let the words that I speak just resonate with the Spirit of everyone who hears this message and their hearts and their minds and their eyes their spiritual eyes would open their ears Lord God and be receptive to hear what you're saying but father not just to hear but to abandon the old and embrace the new abandon the old way of thinking abandon the old teachers ideas and insight for the, the spirits wisdom on the matter for the spirits knowledge and understanding on the matter. Father, I ask this in the name of Jesus. I thank you for doing this right now. And I give you all the praise and the honor and glory. Amen. The principle of grace. The principle of grace is to lift our heavy burdens off of us. That is one of the attributes of grace and its principle to lift the burden off of us. Years ago when I bought my home, after I understand what happens when I pay my principal plus the mortgage payment, when I understand what that did to the overall loan of the home, I couldn't help but to take advantage of it. Yes, it required a little more money besides the mortgage payment, but it was exactly that. To compare with the payment, every time I pay the principal besides the full payment, every principal I paid eliminate a full month payment so let's say my mortgage was was a thousand dollars and I paid thousand dollars plus a hundred dollars principal that hundred dollars addition that I paid eliminate a full month's mortgage so I was literally like paying two thousand dollars when I only paid eleven hundred so I literally would double up Sometimes, sometimes paid two, three, four sets of principles. And because I did that, this 30-year mortgage that I had, that was like a burden on my back. I couldn't wait to get it off. I cannot stand to owe people's stuff. I cannot stand this monthly payment thing. And so with that hatred for payments, my wife and I made an effort to just pay as much principal as possible. And instead of paying off our home within 30 years, we paid our home off in like eight or nine years or something like that, or even less, all because of paying the principal. Because we paid the principal, it lifted that burden off of our back. And just like that principal concerning mortgages and any other thing out there that allow you to pay principal, the principle of God's grace is to lift 
our burdens off of us and set us free. The principle of God's grace, when God said, my grace is sufficient for you. And that's why he made his grace free. That's why it makes sense that every human being on earth to take full advantage of God's grace that is sufficient for each and every one of us. You know, 10 years, 11 years ago, when the Spirit of God began to teach me these things and show me these things, I had that concern and the Spirit of God knew it because I felt what the Holy Spirit was showing me and saying to me, it just sung too easy. Now I knew it was Him speaking and I know God come to make everything easy for us. That's why he said his yoke is easy and his burden is light. You think of the lightest thing out there. Think of the lightest thing out there. And if you had a burden, Jesus would take that burden from you and that yoke off of your neck and give you a feather to carry. That's why he said his yoke is easy and his burden is light compared to him giving you a feather to carry. But God has not given us anything to carry. He says, share my love and my grace by the way we live our lives, by the way we conduct ourselves, that we are to be a book read of all men. Our lives are to be the Bible, not us going shoving a Bible in people's face. And say, God say this, and God say that. God said, let our lives be that living epistle, being read of all men. So you don't have to shove a Bible in somebody's face. You just have to live a life that's full of God's grace. A life of God's love, a life of truth, a life of mercy and compassion. And that life, as people look at us and look at you, that life is saying a lot without you actually saying anything. Your life is sharing a message of joy, how to have peace in the midst of the storm, in the midst of all this turmoil that's going on in this earth. And in doing so, we would draw people to us and we would be planting seeds without even knowing we're planting seeds and drawing people to ourselves, which would be drawing people to God. So the principle of grace is to lift the burden. And Jesus came to lift the burden of sin and of everything that so easily beset us and oppress us, come to condemn us, to accuse us of everything and of every person that may come towards us or may have negative plans towards us. So the principle of God's grace is to lift the burden. And I want to show you God in action. God lifting the burden from the beginning, right after the fall, when we were, mankind was deceived. God was there to bring peace in the midst of that storm. So as we listen to the message, many times I hear people say, they don't know God, we don't know God. People that should know Him don't know Him what he wants them to do, what he would have done in that particular situation. They just don't 
know and understand God. And right here from the, in the beginning, we could take a glimpse and see how God responded. He didn't react, how he responded with grace instead of with anger and judgment. We'll see how God responded with grace despite of the circumstance and we'll see his response and in doing so we'll see how we supposed to respond when we face similar things in our lives it might not be the exact thing but nevertheless the response ought to be gracious ought to be one that lifts the burden off of people you see in the garden when Adam and Eve got deceived all of a sudden they realized that they were naked I want to pull something out here Adam and Eve was naked all along and everything was perfectly all right with that but because of sin because of what Satan had instigated that brought about the fall let me make it clear yes Satan instigated and brought about their demise but they didn't have to disobey God that brought their separation from God they didn't have to do it so yes Satan plot and instigate their demise but they didn't have to fall it's disobedience brought about their demise not Satan a whole lot of people plotting but if you don't give in to what they're tempting you with you will not fall anyhow this is a point I want to make here concerning the principle of grace. When God came on the scene and he called for them, they responded that God said, what happened? Did you eat from the tree? And they say, yes. They say that they were naked. And God said, who told you you were naked? Did you eat from the tree? And we know Adam says his wife, the wife says the serpent. But nevertheless, when it's all said and done, this is what God did. Adam and Eve feeling embarrassed and ashamed and sad in the position that they found themselves naked and afraid in need of covering and they went to do the best they can to cover up with what they had available and God's response to lift that burden because they didn't have anything that was adequate to protect them because now sin exposed make something that was pure that was perfect nakedness it was perfect in the garden and here it is this beautiful thing that had no stigma all of a sudden the minute sin happened the minute Adam ate I should say their eyes were open to evil and something that was pure and wholesome and good just like God because that's who they were God's children just like him they were naked before God nothing to hide naked before themselves nothing to hide and now here they are in need of covering in need of a covering because they are ashamed and God graciously came up with a plan a good plan but nevertheless, it was still a sad thing that God had to do. Because for the first time, God had to 
kill one of his creation. He had to kill an animal for the first time. This message is to be continued. Once more as you go, I want to remind you, I am not your teacher. The Holy Spirit within you is. Why am I saying this so often? Because I don't want you to continue making the same mistakes, being led by men and not the Spirit of God within you. This is why I'm encouraging you to pursue getting to know the Spirit of God within you with the same intensity you do going after a soulmate or your career. And the Holy Spirit of God who sees your heart, He can tell if we are serious or committed to knowing Him. Let's put ourselves in His shoe for a moment and we would see how God has to be longing to have a relationship with his children who he created in his image and in his likeness. Please, don't let us delay any longer. Fellow men, I know the Spirit of the Word have blessed you. So kindly like, share, and subscribe to our podcast by the name Fellow Men. God bless you.